Thank you for listening to From the Friar. I'm Ellie. And this is Leon. Thank you all so much for joining us on another episode. Today we'll be talking about 90 Day Fiancé, before the 90 days, as well as Sister Wives. We'll be starting with Sister Wives today, Season 16, Episode 8, Two Clicks. Do you think it's wild that Robin and Mary still have to talk about the joke? I wonder if it's... It seems like the family always wants to sort of make sure that everyone perceives what they said correctly. Maybe it's they have to walk a fine line to sort of make this this type of relationship work. You had, like we can't go with a misunderstanding or else it'll cripple the family. Like it has to be clear what I meant or didn't mean. I feel like that is true, but with Robin lying all the time, it doesn't matter. You're not going to get clear air, clear intentions. I did see in this conversation Robin at some points went from Cody said this, Cody said that, and then she switched up the conversation saying, uh, what I should say is, and at that point, she's not naming Cody, so I think she's actually lying. It's actually coming from oh, her standpoint. Oh, I sta- heard. It's actually That's, coming from okay. her standpoint, but she doesn't want to say that. Yeah. Just like supposedly the rules weren't made by her. Even though they could never produce them. Before. It just For nine months. I do also find it strange that her and Mary hugged it out last episode and then Cody gave them the magical blessing to come over to their home, but they were still socially distancing. I wanted to talk about that. They're not only still socially distanced, they're outside. I'm surprised they're not wearing a mask. Do you notice they never wear masks, even though they're super worried about being around people? Well, that- Them being Cody and Robin. Yeah, I'm surprised Cody doesn't wear a mask when he's outside hanging out with all of them. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's super weird that they can hang out together. It was already discussed, but they're still outside, socially distanced. And Mary still gave Robin shit asking if it was okay if she touched her chair. Well, no. And then she joked about her about wiping it down. And Robin's like, yeah, 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 or whatever. Just downplaying the rules that they Because she'll just leave it in the car and have the nanny do it. Or they just won't do it. It's just bullshit. I think the whole thing's bullshit. Something we didn't discussed before but it was mentioned again on the show and i really wanted to bring up this point was we know that cody's essentially spending all of the time at robin it sounds like this is so funny to me and it's oh ass so ass backwards that they bring up this whole big deal about social distancing and all this stuff but i mean it's confirmed that cody still goes over to their house and spends the night when they're lucky but that's strange to me that they're having this meeting about they have to social distance and follow all these rules but that's not stopping Cody from going over there at least once a week and spending the night. So well, why, why don't you quarantine was, from Robin? I think that was what it was previously. I don't think even right now he's doing any sort of rotation. Oh, gotcha. That's how but I took also it. Also, what I noticed from Christine's breakdown, and sorry to get away from the Mary and Robin conversation for a bit, but it seems like, because I don't think Cody works like a regular job. No. Any kind of thing like that. Manages whatever family business there is, is what yeah, I take it. But he spends all his time at Robin's. Then he goes to Christine's at dinner time for the evening, then leaves right after breakfast. So before, you know, the wives had their, their day or their schedule. But essentially, Christine's getting like 12 hours? If she's lucky. And even when he is there, oh, he's and, just... her, and their kids, like 12 hours of his time. And while instead of being there like the whole day, while Christine does say he plays games with truly, otherwise he's just on his phone and completely withdrawn. So it's not even a quality 12 hours. It's I'm presently here and that's enough. And that's what you're going to get. Anyway, I just wanted to make sure I touched on that before I forgot. Going back a little bit to when Mary and Robin were talking, Mary just straight up says it's BS that she can't go to Robin's house. It is. It is. It makes no sense. And Robin keeps saying it was all about the optics or what the other family members thought, but no one gave a shit. Well, no one, none of the other wives cared, and they actually assumed that they were hanging out, which they were probably cool with because Mary has no one to hang out with. But why do you not speak? Okay, so Robin mentions that she thinks it's going to be a big deal with the other wives, the family, uh, if they were to hang out together, even though she was socially distancing. But it's at this point, it's been like nine months since the pandemic yeah. started. Why did it take you so long? Or why wouldn't you have talked to the family at month two? Like, hey, we know we're all social distancing, but Mary's on her own. She's not hanging out with anyone. You know, she's going to be coming over to our house. Help out with the kids. Hang out with us. 
it's, they are nanny. It they don't blows me away, but she's using it. That's totally an excuse of, yeah. oh, it was the optics or what did the family think? Nobody gave a shit. This whole season, we're just getting example after example of how Robin and Cody are just manipulating everyone. There's really no reason for any of this. Robin keeps saying, I didn't want a monogamous marriage. This is not what I signed up for. I don't want that. She did sign up for it for the previous 10 years. We, we know she was in a monogamous relationship. She knows what it's like. And then she decided to join a plural family. I feel like she knows the pros and cons of both. I do like when they're speaking or in, when they're expressing their opinions, they also don't reflect on their past. No. No, no, no. We only reflect on people's past to make them look like shit. For example, last episode, we had to talk about how Janelle stayed in Wyoming while the whole family moved to Utah. Robin, or excuse me, yeah, Robin made her explain that in detail, even though in their own damn book, there's a whole chapter about it. Robin knows what happened. So why do we have to bring up the past and what she views as, in my opinion, she views Janelle as a bad wife for doing this, even though they depended on her income. Like, how how dare you? How, how could, could you, you? How could you leave your family and your husband for that long? And then Janelle throws the shade of, well, it helps support the family, you know, because I had a job. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going on this tangent, but I just feel like we're getting constant examples of Cody and Robin patting well, themselves on well, the back. Well, you're going back to the manipulation aspect yeah. of, of how they break down each conversation or why sort of to... Make their actions right. Even though we're at the point that everyone is so deep into COVID at this point, they can see right through it. Yeah. They know it's not... Well, even Christine saw right through it. She said, even if we follow these rules, they're not going to... No, not gonna they won't believe around. them. He's not going to come around. They're no. not going to believe us. But they have no problem believing the nanny and the nanny's husband. Yeah, which is very strange. I also honestly want to think that the nanny and the husband are actually like family members. It might still be your niece for all we know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. On... The couch interview, when they're talking to Robin, she says that she's worried about Cody not seeing the other kids. And that's bullshit. She's just saying it to acknowledge that. Why wouldn't you have more outdoor activities? Why would you not have events that you could do? There are things you can do. Virtual game nights, maybe? Yeah, anything. Yeah, I don't know. We all learned how to Zoom very well. It's sad when Mary says she really isn't a part of the family. And it's true. None of the other wives talk to her. It seems like at all. They check in, what, weekly, bi-weekly, maybe? Well, even then, like, they have kiddos of their own. Like, their lives are in a totally different wavelength. Yeah, but But, just... Oh, something I found fascinating. Even though Cody and Mary aren't in a great place, she's actually living the life that all of these sister wives would have eventually lived. Yeah, everyone will when their kids get... Like, at some point, the kids will move out, you know, get spouses, have kids, like, do their own thing. Eventually, you, you're going to have four separate wives. Well, now, you know, most likely three that all of their children have moved out and you're splitting your time between them. So really, they're essentially very lonely people when that's what I'm not getting, because that's the whole point of their relationship is they're supposed to be there for each other. It's almost like COVID sort of preventing that. But Mary, again, back to the whole Mary and Robin thing, but you're not you're socially distancing. So it's weird that you're still separate. Yeah. And also find it strange that Robin has an issue with kids calling her, considering That's, yeah, you're, you're all, one family. Yeah, you're, you're supposed to be viewed as a mother figure. So why is there a problem with your kids calling you? That's and very even strange. if okay, let's say in this scenario, let's say it is Cody's rules. I don't believe that at all. But let's say in the scenario it's Cody rule. Cody's rules. Robin's just the one following it. That's why he's there. And the kid is calling, asking, hey, can we just loosen it up a little bit? Why, AKA, why can you talk we... to dad? Yeah, because dad clearly isn't around. Dad isn't talking to us. Why would you have a problem with that? Yeah, in, in some ways, it could have been viewed as you're the one closest to dad at the moment. Mm-hmm. You probably have his ear. So can you talk to him about lowering the rules a bit? But that is beyond her. And and yeah, she went directly to, oh, it's they're thinking it's my fault. Yep. Or they're asking me. She ha- we have a whole section about Robin saying that she is the Brown family scapegoat. Even her mom says it. Of course a mom is going to say that. She's going to play favorites to her kid. Why does she why does she even bring that up like it's a point? Like even my mom sees it. Okay. Well, I'm sure you're not telling your mom everything. You might have a little spin on it for your point of view. I'm sorry to be going off on so many tangents, but the now the Reddit world has informed me of so much news about this family that I didn't know before. No, same. Apparently, Janelle's mom and Cody's dad are married, I believe. No. 
Is that one of the ones? Yeah. We've been... Okay. So we're really fascinated with how the family tree is. Janelle so, used to be married to Mary's brother. Yes. For 11 months only. So a very sure, quick Very, very short. Maybe he's a dick. I don't know. They separated. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And then, you know, she married Cody. And what's her name that had the kid and lives in North Carolina? Um, uh, Yeah. Maddie. She is married to, like, someone's brother's I wife's I actually just s- read this. Sibling. So it is... Cody's brother's wife's sibling sibling yeah yeah it's yeah. like it's a very short like tree <laughs> it's not a very tall or tree not, but it's a or, very full tree <laughs> yeah or not a very wide tree I just thought those were really cool facts that these I were things learned. that so thank I you. thank you internet for pointing those out I guess I just never really paid attention during the show or I couldn't follow it I don't know but now reading it yeah on reddit it's really interesting how everyone's kind of interweaved Going back to the show, do you think that Cody is not going to Mary's house simply because they don't have a relationship right now? Because he is, she, excuse me, is following all the rules. All the same rules that Robin is, but for some reason there is no rotation. Is it because even before COVID, she wasn't in the rotation at all? Yeah, I think it's a mix of he still sort of has negative feelings towards her as far as betrayal and, and, and whatnot. And I don't like that he says they can be friends. But you could also shift the rotation so that you're like, hey, you know, I'll come over, but, you know, we can be friendly. We can hang out. I promise that that house has an extra bedroom if you don't want to sleep right, in the same right. room. Like, I'll sleep in a different bedroom. It's if almost he wanted like it, to, he yeah, could make yeah. this work a lot better. In some ways, I think he's essentially punishing her. Yes, he's absolutely punishing her. Did you notice Robin never actually has tears? Oh, I know. It's always <laughs> like, let me wipe my eyes off, but there's no tear there. No, there's no tears. It's just like... It's like that kid we saw last night. We went to a bowling alley for a nephew's birthday. And there's a baby there that we were playing with and having fun. And we noticed he doesn't actually cry. He just like threatens you with a crying sound. Yeah, he just makes it. Like, <laughs> That's noises, Robin. The noise is like he's about to cry. Yeah. But he never actually cries. Uh, and then you're like, oh. <laughs> I was annoyed when Robin started talking about the family values and the family unit. When she is the main barrier to the family being a true family. Bringing up the point of she wasn't even willing to talk to that child that did reach out to her. She's also not a voice that would ask Cody to sort of, you know, I feel really bad that you're not spending more time with your other wives. You know, I think you should really just make yes. the sacrifice and go over there. Like, I don't, she, that I would, would never... never happen because at the initial conversation, it was immediately, we're not spending two weeks without you. So there's no way that he would be able to go somewhere for an appropriate length of time. I still don't understand why she is allowed to do all of this. That's why the other wives are over it. Also, their house. We had like an in-depth look at their house, and it is so big. The TV wall is wild. That Why are there so many holes in the wall? Not only so many holes, but then it's like the TV's awkward at one side, and then there's a tiny fireplace in relation to the wall all the way to one side. Not even under the TV or under any of the other holes. Imagine if you didn't... They're like wall cutouts, right? Yeah. Imagine if you didn't have a bunch of tchotchkes. Like, what the (laughs) fuck are you going to do with all these cutouts? They're just cutouts. Yeah, she loves her tchotchkes and her religious paintings, I noticed. I also wonder, though, what if a lot of this, like Cody was saying about the Nutcrackers, like, what if these are just so many gifts that have been given? Like, you have to put them up. Like, you can't just, like, not I guess in this type of family, you do get a lot of gifts that are pretty random, probably. When Janelle and Christine get together at Christine's house to talk about everything that's been going on and their Thanksgiving plans, I also notice that there's a fully furnished armoire on her deck or porch. And it looks like a like a it could be a family heirloom. Yeah, maybe? like it looks nice, and it's just outside with uh, okay. Items there's in a, it. there's a combination I think in there of antiques, nice dishware, party cups <laughs> like red Solo cups. <laughs> Why is it outside in the desert though? That was very weird. That's it a, is that's weird. a weird look. I did like Janelle and Christine. They, You can tell they're partners, man. They're chilling. Yeah, they're great. I love their relationship. I know it hasn't always been that way, but it's nice to see that right now when, I mean, it is kind of turning into two separate clans of the same family. Okay, sorry I just keep like only talking about Robin, but I feel like a lot of this episode revolved around her and Cody and how it's turning into her and Cody and Mary versus the other wives. So I have to bring up that Robin's saying that she's hurt by the kids picking Christine and not her kids and her family is weird. Of course they're going to pick them. Like, why would I pick your kids to hang out with? I'm gonna that hang you out with never my... let us talk to or oh, hang out with. I'm going to hang out with my kids. 
Also, ramen's never made a turkey? No. I'm judging. I'm sorry. I mean, I shouldn't be, but I'm judging. Like, I think in my, I think in my life, and I'm half her age, I think, I think I've cut more turkeys than she has. <laughs> you do carve them, but you've also never made one. I've also never made one, which means I need to make them before I'm 54 or whatever, 49. <laughs> I don't know. And then I could say I've made one before Robin. Robin's kids really ha- don't get to go out or do anything. Yeah, her kid, how are they not getting like fidgety about that? Oh, hold she on. She has hold them on, hold on, on hold lock. Can we talk about Janelle in her two-week lockdown real quick? In the episode, she mentions that something like the initial two-week lockdown was sort of unbearable. Oh, or she said it's worse than postpartum. Right. No. I Maybe not, she forgot how bad postpartum is. I could not. It's been a while. This. Janelle. For two weeks after the initial COVID, you know, initial lockdown, lower the curve, flatten all that stuff, curve. flatten the curve. You're telling me for a two-week period, you don't have uh, backlog projects, gardening yep, things to do, exactly home decorations. You told me you watch shows. You don't have shows shows to catch up on, books to catch up on, your backlog of books. Everyone's got a list of books two they want to read. nothing. Two weeks is going to fly by so fucking fast. Don't tell me that there's no way that's more depressing than postpartum, girl. Come on now. No. Also, yeah, it gets really boring and repetitive, but I mean, at one point when you were doing puzzles, yeah, it sucks. It's boring, but two weeks, nothing. In another sit down interview that Robin is having, she says that her kids respect their dad and they stay home. So she is insinuating that all the other kids do not respect their father, do not respect their family, and just completely trashing them. Just throwing shade. Yeah, absolutely throwing shade. Also, though, she talks to her kids about Thanksgiving plans. That's where I was leading she to. She totally throws everyone she under the bus. She threw everyone under the bus. If I was in this situation, I'm not saying it's right, but I would have I would have lied to try to maintain the relationship within the siblings. So one of her daughters asked, oh, they couldn't do this for us, even though there was a compromise. There was no compromise. It was our way or, or no we're way. not hanging out. Yeah. So I hate that Robin is spinning this of it's everyone else's fault that they don't want to see. That's not that's not it at all. In a previous episode, we see that Isabel and truly wanted to see Robin's kids. They asked, they begged because they've been home since the surgery. Robin said no. A, a couple things. You think as the parent, she should sort of shield the kids. I mean, from sort of I the think shit so. I don't know if that's the, ro- the best. But. Also, because we, you know, we're seeing Robin's kids, and it's been it's been a minute since we've been in our yeah, house. Yeah, we haven't also, seen them in a it, long it is. time. I think that she could have worded this a lot better. I thought a lot of her word choices this week were not appropriate. It was a lot of blaming. It's it was she's, a lot of the, she's thinking really hard about what to say, but it's still it's not up. right. It's, still it's up. not right. I don't think her vocabulary is very good. We see last what was it last week or the week before when she doesn't understand what appreciate means. No, she just doesn't like the word. Does she know what it means? <laughs> just I don't stop. think she really got the what he was trying to say in that context. The show got me, though. When I thought that Mary brought a turkey, I was losing my shit. Oh, <laughs> that was she did it really good. Dude. She did it so good. That got me. Oh, also, she's trying so hard to get back into Cody's good grace. She is. So hard. He loves Rice Krispies. So she made a Rice Krispie turkey. She's real thirsty, man. And it sucks that Cody's not giving her an ounce. Nothing. A hangout, a movie day, nothing. I mean, it's been... Essentially, it's been probably... It's been years. Four years, maybe, since she's probably had male companionship. Maybe, yeah. And then all the other wives also are not being very good friends, so... They did a shot of a previous Thanksgiving where the entire family and extended family got together. And that was wild. Like 80 people in a room. Holy shit. Like banquet tables. Holy crap. That's a big ass family. It's like, it was like primary family. I think probably like a little bit of guests. Yeah, they said a little bit of extra. Like the extended family came. But still like, that's a big family. We see Cody, Mary, Robin, and the kids sitting down for Thanksgiving dinner at Robin's house. And Cody says, it's quiet. But in the same breath, he says, it's peaceful. What a piece of shit. You have a lot of kids missing here. It's like, not to say this is what I want, but it's nice. You know, it's nice right (laughs) now. Going back to when Robin was telling her kids about they did not choose you, basically. In her interview... They chose everyone else but you. (laughs) And she even confirmed it. She doubled down with it. In one of her interviews, she used the language, 
they don't find it important enough in reference to the family being whole. Could you be any more backstabbing than that? You're not I only. I wonder if the other wives co- got to see that that clip. Now they I, have. I need to see their thoughts on her wording. It's just absurd. I can't imagine you're supposed to be this whole family unit. They're trying to sell you on love should be multiplied, not divided. But this woman is just keeping the husband, the head of the family, if you will, completely segregated. And she doesn't give a shit about the other kids. She should be worried about the other kids not having their father, not just my kids can't go two weeks without you. I'll be curious in the future if it's actually spun around with Cody says, you know what? Like, I was just into her. and I'm not into the other wives. So I mean, I, that's it's exactly not, what it's we not, see. But, and she likes it. Well, I mean, sure, she's getting a lot of attention, but I don't know. I just wonder if, in the end, if sort of some of the Robin attention will actually should have been on Cody. Or you, more on Cody. Well, yeah, I think in the end, yes, it is Cody's fault. Man, imagine if they were still at the co- say, imagine if they were still at the cul-de-sac. The cul-de-sac was the coolest. I still can't believe they didn't stay there. Would it be worse because his kids are he's watching his kids go out and about hanging out with their girlfriends and they live right next to him? <laughs> <laughs> but the like lockdown would window, be way easier. Fuck you, Gabe. Stay at home. <laughs> the lockdown would be so much easier. That is true. You're just right there. What if the nanny's like, boom, drop off you know food for everyone? Yeah, cool. Yeah, why the nanny could be super employed. Well, actually, I guess at that point, it'd still be like Robin's cousin. I mean, it still might be. On the next time on, we see Gabriel raising his voice. I don't want to say yelling at Cody, but you say that Gabe backed down. You don't think he gets to say everything he needs to. We saw the scene at the end that they're all at Robin's house or, you know, the King's house. For Christmas, yes. For Christmas, and Gabe's there. So they're going to have a discussion but in the end i mean he's gonna back down and do the whole quarantine thing to get everyone together i just want him to yell at cody for not being there for him and his family that's what i want out of this conversation or uh why are you trying to kick us out yeah why don't you kick robin's kid out yeah no it's different oh he'd get punched in it's the face. Different. yeah he can't yeah he, he can't speak up about that no one's allowed to speak to him how they want oh i wanted to come around to the bullshit comment from janelle last episode what's up she definitely didn't say it loud enough for Cody to hear. He would have flipped tables. You think so? Yeah. He absolutely didn't hear it. Okay. I think that it was said... So because we didn't see her mouth actually move, I think this was something said under her breath, said as she was walking away, and they just totally amplified it. No one actually heard it. I can see that. I mean, no one's even mentioned it. It just makes me disappointed. Or it's just commonplace not to tell Cody to fuck I want off. Her to ye- <laughs> I want her to yell it in his face. But it's nice. We do see a lot of the kids together on Christmas Day. So we'll get hopefully some happy parents for a little bit. I'm still kind of torn that we are watching like a year and a half ago of story. Yeah, I hate that. Like they need to have a time jump and just scoot us forward. Like the way a little I mean, bit. At I least. mean, the way a lot of these, I think shows now are, I think the production wise, they're trying to lessen that time frame between when the show was recorded to because it's it's really hard to keep things under wraps with social media and Mm -hmm. things come out so fast that i think they're trying to keep that that timeline a lot shorter but they're so behind like for example their daughter's gender reveal like the baby's already been born and (laughs) yeah it's weird to watch a gender reveal when a kid's already been born it's pointless it also do you think that we're gonna see any of this christine fallout no, I, I think they're just going to scoot it forward and say, I decided to leave. Or they're going to ask her, like, hey, why did you decide to leave? Or something. So they're not going to show. So I don't even mean this season. Well, because they probably weren't even there for that moment to even record. Of her either talking to Cody or saying, like, hey, I'm done with this. Like, this isn't what I wanted. But but do you think we're going to get can't... interviews with the other wives is what I mean. I don't think they're there for, let's say, a big family so. meeting. I think so. I think but, they have to address but, it. You know, something like, you know, leaving your partner of 30-something years. Mm-hmm. It's not something she just did overnight. Like no. this was a probably a long. I mean, her daughter having her surgery and him not being there. It's. I mean, it's probably like we're seeing kind of that downfall, but she hasn't expressed it yet. So I feel like at this point she has already made up her mind, and that's why she's so calm, collected. It's not a big deal to her to not spend the holidays there. She's like, already okay. decided. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can see that. And I wonder if she has let Janelle in on that yet. At this point. November 2020 is about where we're at. Yes. I read somewhere, it's probably Reddit, that's my main source of information on this show, that Cody ended up selling her the house for $10 
in November 2020. Do you think that they are just keeping it under wraps right now for the show? Like, at that moment in time when they're recording? Right now. Oh, yeah, I don't know. It would explain how why he's punishing the family for Isabel's surgery. Why he didn't go or even tried to go. He's wonderful at punishing the wives. Oh, like it's already been a known, like between Yeah, like they already did the house sell. Gotcha. He's already written her off. He doesn't give a shit. Doesn't care about being around the kids. That part of his life is done. I also just, uh, we are going back a lot, but it's funny that they said that these are guidelines for my doctor, but your wife has to apply for insurance for their kids. So like, how do you even have a family doctor? Yeah. I told you probably Robin's family has doctors. She's a legal wife. She's on the insurance. I don't know. I think we're just TLDR. Cody's still trash. Robin still pretends she's not a main source of this. And we're rooting for Christine and Janelle. I'm rooting for Mary too, to be honest. It's so funny. She was kind of, I don't want to say the villain, but we didn't really feel that bad for her in previous seasons. And man, I really want her to just leave and fall in love and have a beautiful life. There's nothing really tying her here. Is it weird that I think that if these wives were to leave, like, I don't think they're going to find someone. It's very... No? I think they would just sort of... Live their life. Live their life and be happy with their kids. But what if they just just... passively found someone, like, at the grocery store? I wonder if they would... At the library. I wonder if they would allow that, like, embrace that. I think it would be a really big adjustment. Because you haven't, like, dated. You just got immediately married. There would also be a... It would sort of be a slight against a religion because... Do you think any of them are religious anymore? Do they practice? I think so. Do you think Christine practices? Mm-hmm. Okay, so where I'm going with this, sorry, this is kind of off topic. I think topic. they all do. Do you think she has an unsealing ceremony from Cody? Because she is spiritually sealed to him. So in the afterlife, they are together. They are a family unit in the afterlife. They are sealed together. You have to have an unsealing ceremony. Do you think they did that? No. No. <laughs> See, that's why I'm wondering, is she even religious at all anymore? Yeah, I don't, I, or maybe they, they convert to sort of the, the non, you know, the modern, the modern, mm-hmm. you know, LDS, yeah, LDS church, sort maybe. Of. It, it, because if they were, let's say they were still religious and they followed that that hard, they couldn't, like, essentially, they couldn't embrace a man unless his plan was to have plural marriage of the fundamentalist branch, right? Like, you see it, what I mean? Like, well, would they really allow themselves to get that love if that wasn't the plan or already the case? Like, I mean, can cor- you be fundamentalist Mormon and not be plural? I mean, I guess you could just, like, lie to yourself and say, yeah, we're looking, but not really. Yeah, I don't know. We're looking. I would. All I know is I would pay money to see this unsealing ceremony. That, charge that's me, a thing? Yeah. Charge me 10, 20 bucks for this episode. I'll pay you. Lots of research unsealing ceremonies. Someone in a Reddit comment, I wish I would have wrote usernames down or took a screenshot or something, but she said, well, if they didn't do the unsealing ceremony, you could always just, when Cody calls out to you in the afterlife, you could just ignore him. <laughs> But, I mean, if you don't believe in that religion and you convert to something else, I mean, is it really a thing anymore? Oh, that's a big question. That's too big for this pod. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, it's almost like if you had a religious a religion that believed in heaven and hell, but then you converted to something that, that's not that's not even But then that's your, not your belief anymore. So I think it's yeah. whatever you, yeah. as an individual, believe in. Sure. Is that, that's what's happening. Yeah. Let me give my next theory. Because sure. we have a lot of wild theories on this podcast. The mm. A child having a kid... All these other things. Surrogate mothers. Surrogate mothers. New theory. All right. The nanny is going to be courted as the new wife since Christine has left. Okay, I have a theory. You heard it here first. I have a theory too. Okay. I also have another theory. Hold on. Let me go and say my other one. Okay, okay. My other one is that the woman, the nanny, is going to be a surrogate for Robin. Okay. So those are my two theories. But that's kind of been out there, right? No. The surrogate mom thing? No? No. Okay. That's never been talked about. Okay. Okay, what's yours? (laughs) <laughs> so so Cody, he's been on this sort of schedule of being intimate with at least three wives, I guess. And now he's lost one in Christine. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere, somehow the Mary relationship will start to be rekindled. Okay. And she will be back in the rotation. The rotation. Okay. That is my theory. Really? I just don't. I think he's done. He's we'll not see. even a friend. Yeah, we'll see. We'll I mean, see. I, I hope. That would be nice. Mary's life would be much more... Happy if she had some visits. I'm cool being wrong. I mean, I hope you're right. Okay, that's it for this show. Let's move on to Before the 90 Days, Season 5, Episode 5, False Starts and Promises. Do you want to just go in order? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hamza and Memphis. Boy, we start off right where we ended last episode. 
I feel so bad for this mother. Mama Hamza has to deal with too much. Like you can tell how much she's hiding or masking her pain. Yep. It is pretty She's pissed and sad and hurt. But also we find out that Hamza's the one that snuck into the room. I still don't understand why you can't just leave. It it apparently lasted thirty seconds. Maybe they had like two hour makeout session. No. You got tired. This man no. (laughs) He's fondling boobs for like two hours. Can I just say overall for this entire episode, why can't they use a translation app of any sort? Uh, between I, them, again. between mom, between the siblings, like anything. Just they decide we're just going to leave it up to fate. With all their cell phones, why hasn't anyone thought of just downloading a translator app? It blows my mind. Their their communication is like cringeworthy. It's like, so bad and they're really leaving it up to, well, hope they got that. Super serious conversation. But even when Memphis talks with Hamza, it's like. You can see in his face, he's only like understanding like 20% of yep, what she's saying. Yep, and he just out. responds to what he understands. Memphis explains that she was supposed to respect his mother, but didn't. So she knew this was a big no no and did it anyway. I think a big part of that is Hamza himself. He should not have put pressure on this. He shouldn't have even went in there. He should have got his ass out of there as soon as it was oh, over. I love how the mom did not back down and she did not accept his lie. He's like, no, oh, nothing happened. She's like, really, son? Basically, that's between A man and a woman and... share a bed and nothing happened? Okay. Yep. You're going to lie to me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he just straight lied to her face. Memphis says the sex was bad and he came too fast. That can yeah. be worked on. With the speed that this woman is going to marry this man, start a life, get him to the U.S., she is acting like sex is going to be the deal breaker, which you is know, they have, crazy. You know, they have tools you can use. They have <laughs> blue pills that they can borrow from Gino. Um, that doesn't make you last long. Well, I don't think he has an issue with uh, getting ready. Yeah. We see Hamza and Memphis Memphis going sightseeing and her sidewalk comment really threw me off. Oh, there's no sidewalks. Just walk to one side. You're okay. I mean, I feel like a lot of the members, American cast members we get, it's always like they're clueless about the world. It's kind of of sad. Accurate. Then we see Hamza and Memphis at a cafe, which is the perfect time to talk about how long it takes to ejaculate. He's been with four women before Memphis and never in his mother's home. So I, actually, that's... I actually heard that more of like only one other time. I thought. What do you mean? Just the way I read it on the prompter with the, with the translation. I thought it meant like he had one other lady in his mom's house. I mean, it could have because yeah. they can't they can't talk to each other. Yeah, I, I just. I felt like Memphis cooking with Hamza's mom was the perfect non-verbal threat. You you're so? cleaning you're cleaning out fishes there's lots of guts don't fuck with my son you'll be swimming with the fishes that's all i'm saying oh wow i didn't get that but okay it's kind of dark <laughs> i don't like fish either so cleaning a fish i would have the same reactions i can't give her too much shit why does every mother think that their son will starve by being with a woman that doesn't cook tell me yeah but then if he comes back heavier she'd be like wow you're so fat now <laughs> <laughs> that is very Big in Latin culture, yes. If you're skinny, that's not good. If you're fat, that's yeah. not good. I don't know what, what moms want. Yeah, but. If you're skinny, you're sick. If you're fat, why are you eating so much? <laughs> Mom clarified again at dinner where everyone will be sleeping and how it will be. They both oh, agreed. I, I like how the mom, when she was speaking to her son, said, she said it was fine. Why are we still talking about this? Do you think they're going to... They don't care. They're well, going to be right back in there. I thought Memphis was too insulted by the fact that Hamza's mom wanted clarification on her divorce. Also, because no one knows how to use the translation app, mom still thinks she's been divorced twice. Right. That's the way Hamza translated it to her. Yes. Versus saying, well, no, she's only been married once. She just had two kids with two different men. Exactly. But we can't clarify that. Alina and Caleb. We see them cuddling in the morning, and they clarify that there was no sex, only making out. So you have a thought on this. I think Alina's pushing way too hard for sex. Oh, I wasn't saying that. Oh, okay. Well, that's where I was going. What, what's my thought? Well, you pretty much told me that they're pretty much both clout chasers. Mm. Yes, so that this theory. So this, this is all fake. I think this is a completely fake relationship, including Elijah. Honestly, when you told me that, though, it kind of makes me like uninterested in watching yeah. them while I'm... If that is true, which... Kind of seems like it is, mm-hmm. including Elijah. Yeah, it just—it's like too phony. It's like you know, it's TV, but it's like too phony because you want to—you want to believe like yeah, maybe I there's a chance. Yeah, I want to believe the storyline. But then you know, when you told me that, I was like, 
why am I watching this But you kind of get what I mean, right? Because they both have social media followings. They both do things to have a social media following. And it just seems, why would you wait now to go on a show when there's been no hinting at dating or having a life after this? It just doesn't make any any, sense. Anything that comes up of substance, like what's the plan long term? Or like, where would you live? Like there is no no plan. Mm -hmm. Or maybe just the way Mm -hmm. they've talked about this visit is like hey let's just visit and get to know each other like mm-hmm. we don't have any long-term plans yeah like, I it's all too vague we also kind of get two different stories alina is telling her friend that it got serious after they had a joke about her being a mail order bride for him and she made a video like an audition for him and that's when things got serious but i thought in their intro they said it got serious when they found each other on a dating app for right. russian women yeah 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 it's all fake. Oh, like the story's not lining up anymore. The story, the cracks, no. The cracks are getting bigger. Yeah. Going back to this episode, though, I think Alina's pushing too hard for sex. If this was a man putting all this pressure on a woman, we'd be calling him a piece of shit. Oh, okay. And so Good I catch. don't like it. Good catch. I don't like it personally. I don't think anyone should pressure anyone for sex. Go at your pace and whatever happens, happens. she also happens. says, you think I'm a thirsty bitch? A little bit. A little bit. Caleb admits that last time they were making out that they didn't go all the way because he was taken out of the moment due to Alina's size. I think it's fine to be honest about that. Again, you don't have to be pressured into having sex. Is it a bad thing that he says I was taken out of the moment and I just couldn't get back into it? Is that bad? Mm. I don't think it necessarily is. I don't think so. I mean, this is a, I mean, it's pretty out of the ordinary for him. And I don't know. I think they probably need to synchronize on their expectations or... Absolutely. They go to dinner at her friend Maria's house, but damn, Maria wants a wedding date. How many children are you going to have? What's your retirement plan? It's a little much. It's a little much. When they themselves have never even had a serious conversation and they're still hung up on if we're having sex or not. I do not think this will be an actual relationship. Exactly what Maria says. Oh, is this something where you're going to go both... Like your separate ways fling or something, yeah and i know. totally think that that's what this is if it's even that again my theory is this is nothing this is to be on tv have their following increase and that's it i was so uncomfortable at the end of this episode with their scene oh the makeup or the i was just screaming i don't like seeing people make out as it is you're wondering like uh what point does the production team have to like get out when they turn the camera like the lights down do does one of the production guys like turn on their cell phone light and then they just shuffle out how does this happen how does it work or do they tell them like hey we're gonna make out for bench flight is that okay production crew and then we're gonna turn the light back on like yeah okay we're gonna go and i need to know because it's super awkward they start start making out. She starts taking off his shirt. They get into bed. There's some butt grabbing. It's a lot. There's some lack of booty. <laughs> Caleb's side. Yeah. Oh my god, this made me roll my eyes so hard. Alina asks if this makes him feel weird while they were making out. And he says, it feels weird that we haven't done this before. This is so corny. That would pull me out of the mood so fast. Gino and Jasmine. We see Gino excitedly teaching Jasmine how to use the electric toothbrush. She was really playing a damsel in distress here. Like, she couldn't just figure it out. I plug what in? I put it where? You'll figure it out, girl. You got it. We also find out she gets her hair done weekly. Now, I know she has extensions. I explained to Leon where they are, what they look like. I'm bad at noticing this stuff, but in one scene, it looked really bad. And I was like, (laughs) oh, I can see her real hair. I get it. Yes, Leon, those are contacts. Yeah. (laughs) I got that. I knew that. (laughs) I knew that part. Gino and Jasmine are going shopping today because Jasmine does not like the way that Gino dresses. She says the problem with his look is that he wears sports shorts, but he doesn't play any sports. That was a good dig. (laughs) At the end of trying on clothes, they go to the cash register and we find out that the clothes will be $512. Leon looked this up and we found out that one Panamanian Balboa is equivalent to $1.01. In the U.S. So pretty much an even... Conversion. Yep. So it truly is. It's not like 500 pesos. It's... No. Yeah. $512. Uh, Also, they had to awkwardly basically say thanks, but no thanks. He forgot his wallet. We'll be back. Can you save these? But why couldn't you just get like one outfit? Like you're you're meeting your friend. Like, oh, you're meeting my friend. I want you to look nice. Like, why don't you just buy one outfit? He should have at least bought... Shoes? 
I don't even know. Yeah, if you could pick one item for him to buy, what would it be? Shoes, non-sport shorts, non- or a nice collared shirt. Like, even if you wore, like, those sort of, like... Like a like, loafer like, almost? Like, like, they're tennis shoes, but they're sort of, like, casual fashion tennis shoes. Yeah. Would have been way better than the sandals. But I think a nice... I'm so torn because a nice short that isn't basketball shorts would be really nice. But then if it's paired with the sandals, that's weird. And then I'm thinking a nice casual collared shirt, maybe kind of breezy. Well, if you're wearing, like, cute, a, a khaki again. short... With a sports top and like the sandals. Yeah, exactly. You just it look like work. you just look like the the nerdy dude. <laughs> so it's still we're on the same vibe. Still, it yeah. doesn't matter. So probably shoes. I like that Gino mentions that the restaurant looks like his backyard. I guarantee that In this beautiful tropical oh, yeah. green lush I, area I, I, does I'll, not I look think, like his I backyard. I think that was a, a cool hint at actually his um his humor, his sense of humor. It's cute. It's fine. Yeah, I, you got to kind of catch his humor. I hated when Jasmine asked Leo to basically judge Gino right in front of his face, and it's fine because he doesn't speak Spanish. Oh, you can be honest because he doesn't know what we're saying. That's, That's shit. Why don't you just talk, have a conversation like a normal At person? least Alina apologized for speaking in Russian in front of Caleb, but Jasmine welcomes it and encourages it. I do like how brutally honest Leo was at all points, though. He was, and he did not flinch when Gino asked about her personality and blowing up. He was like, absolutely. This woman really, like, beat up a hairstylist. Wild. I mean, like, had her hair in her hands and shaking her head. She said she thought she was going to kill her. I'm like, that's not something Yeah, it about sucks. And I'd probably be like, I'm not paying for this, but I, I'm i not going to get physical over that, personally. Oh, you made a funny joke about the Gino 500 buck thing. Like, well, I can buy this, but you can't go get your hair done for, like, five weeks. <laughs> Yeah, I said he should have told her, yeah, I will buy this right now, but I'm not giving you money for your hair for five weeks. Hell no. She would not have made that deal. Do you think Gino paid for all this wine and this lunch with Leo? Definitely. Me too. I'm so petty. If I had to do that, I would just constantly be throwing in her face like, oh, if I didn't have to buy all this wine, I could have bought those clothes. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a good thing, but I'm going to let it be known how ridiculous it is that I have to pay for everything and then you want me to buy all these clothes. I find it weird, too, that it's like a one-way street. Like, why are we judging or attacking Gino when he's not, like, throwing it back at you? Exactly. He never says anything. I mean, like, clearly you have an anger problem. You have a jealousy factor about you. And where the fuck are your kids? You're super materialistic. You don't have your own money. Like, why why are you just only poking at his flaws what if he was like i need you to dress a different way Like you have plenty of flaws yeah it's weird oh she miss panama no perfect then we see them waking up on christmas morning where's your kids yeah i don't know why you're not with your kids on christmas that's kind of wild i mean gino might want to meet them maybe (sighs) this is why mike is way better than gino mike was like i am going to what did Gino bring any gifts for the kids no, that's why I said Mike's better. He was like integrated himself in with the family and really cared about meeting the kids and making a good impression as to where Gino was like, eh. Brought you a toothbrush? <laughs> yeah, that didn't go over so well. So heads up, I think a toothbrush is a nice gift paired with other things. I do not think it's a good gift as a standalone item. Uh, I actually am counter to this. I don't think electric toothbrushes are good gifts because one, you have to buy the heads and two, you have to buy batteries. Once oh, you have yes. We were, oh, I want to say we. I was panic buying the day before Christmas Eve at Best Buy and I'm just kind of like looking through their little gadget section and I was like, Liam, look, should I just get an electric toothbrush? It'll be cute. It'll go with the other gifts. And he said, absolutely not. So I did not I think do the electric any toothbrush. Any gift that places a burden on someone or adds an additional step that they need to perform is not a good gift. Yes, you're like right. if it requires batteries and you don't provide the batteries or, Oh, you bought me a K cup maker, but now I have to buy K cups. Yes. No, I fully agree with the K cups. The or unless maybe I'm already a coffee person, like but, you've I, but I complain, but I complain that it's a pain in the ass, but I'm already used to buying coffee. That might not be an issue. That's true. So there's, you know, that's just my stance on gifts. Sorry. Like if it requires something. But if the person expressed wanting it, I think it's Like fine. giving someone those, um, like a canvas for painting and you provided paint. Yeah. That's cute. cool. But if you just gave them a canvas and they don't have paint, like no, that's a dumb yeah. gift. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah, that's just my stance on that. Jasmine's a psychopath in this scene. She got Gino a shirt that says, I love my crazy Panamanian girlfriend. Oh my and God, a shirt for herself have... that says, I am the crazy Panama- 
Panamanian girlfriend. You're going to share like the craziest photo on our Twitter. Yes. Tonight I took a wonderful photo to her maniac laugh as she's opening the gift. Bro, I'll, well, I'll, she's I'll showing him like, Gino, just run, dude. Just run now. It was thoughtful. Let's, okay, let's get over. Let's not talk about the crazy factor, but it was nice that she got him two customized gifts. Definitely when you compare it to Gino getting her a fucking toothbrush. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't realize that he didn't get her anything for Christmas. But why didn't you just leave the hotel and go buy something? You were out shopping the other the like day before. Like something small. Didn't have to be anything big. I mean, mind you, she probably wouldn't. I like think it she had. I think it has to be big. So at this point, than nothing though. She loses her shit. <laughs> what if you gave her a toothpaste? I would die. <laughs> New heads for Aww. the toothbrush. He just gave her half the gift the first. Yeah, thing. and then you get tooth toothpaste and the heads. Oh god. And some floss. No, to it's complete the water it. pick. It's the water Ooh, pick. Oh, that's a great combo. That yeah. would be good. So this is where she loses her shit. And she says, I have been through your social media. I have seen what you got other women. Why do you not care about me? But then he mentions that was when I had a job. Yes. And I had he, more money to spend. And he's trying to explain that she doesn't appreciate the sacrifices he made to come here. Again, I'm just gonna be petty and Explain, oh, does it show I not care when I pay for those weekly hair appointments for your teeth, for your eyebrows? Again, I'm gonna, I'm adding fuel to this fire. And then she just goes and locks herself in the bathroom and that's it for this scene. I do appreciate that in Gino's mind, he's starting to see the red flags and he's mentioning it. So hopefully he does not propose. I think he still will. Well, we don't see them together, do we, in those interviews? I thought we did. Some of them, like when yeah, he has this yeah, weird guess, hat on. Yeah, I guess some of them, they have been together, which means they probably move forward and then they get on the, the next show. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yep, yep. Then the regular uh, 90 uh, day. gotcha. Yes, yes, yes. I think a lot and of And it probably people. adds value to viewership from the show standpoint, considering she's like this attractive, you know, Latin lady, right? Mm-hmm. With uh, what they call assets. So it's like more viewership, right? <laughs> I'm just thinking from a producer's mindset. Okay. Like, yes, put her on TV. You know, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Yeah, whatever. Mike and Jimena. I actually really like Mike. I still like him. We haven't seen anything weird come out about him. He seems I think like he's a, a really, good guy. He seems like a nice dude. Everything we've seen so far. Yeah. And so it sucks that we know he's probably going to get hurt. Oh, he was already hurt this episode. Oh, you're right. <laughs> We see Mike and Jimena wake up in the morning and they confirm they did have sex. They poked. Mike describes it as the best time he's ever had with a woman. And my theory is the only time he's had with a woman. That's our theory. We'll see. Jimena says it was normal. Nothing out of this world. Girl, just lie. Did you notice what Mike said? He said multiple times. Yes. I was like, oh. They were going to town. Okay. And Jimena was not impressed by any of those times. Did you think it was weird that she was making comments about his boxers in front of her kid? Yeah, I don't think you need to hold up his underwear. You don't need to make any sexual comments is that, is that, around her kid. Is that kind of alludes to kind of like the environment the kids have grown up in? Yeah, or like I think the normal, so. The normalcy I think so. of certain things? Yeah. Did you notice how many people live with Jimena? Like they mentioned it, oh but we God. see all of them going to the spa, to the hot springs. And there was a lot of people in that house. Well... Unless another group was sort of invited to come to the hot springs with them, it almost seemed like like Jimena, her two kids, Mike, hit her her sister, I think, dad and step mm-hmm. mother, mm-hmm. and this older woman, and maybe her daughter, like her or something like that. There's, yeah. there's a lot of people, and if they all live together, that's crazy. And that probably means Mike is paying for all this. Yeah. All their bills, all of their the house, everything. Yeah. It's not just Jimena. Uh, the spa looked dope as fuck, It was though. beautiful. So it was called Termala? Termiela? Yeah, we're going to go with that. <laughs> it did look really cool. It just was absolutely view. beautiful. That view was crazy. Waterfalls, hot springs. They spent all day there, and it looked awesome. I thought it was really awkward to make out in front of family. I, I just think any looking at anyone making out is weird. When we see it in, like, the mall, I'm always like, ah! <laughs> Look at yeah, them! Like, you know, some folks are... You know, private about that stuff. Some folks, you know, they're out in the open, whatever. I think it was, it was weird to do that. Like Your kids are there, your parents, your uh, dad's there, your stepmom. This dude. I mean, for all we know, he's a psycho. You don't know that yet. <laughs> but we see her drop a bomb. Oh, yeah. So who is she talking to when she has her legs in the pool? Is that her, like, knees? I don't know. Who that, I can't. I think we missed that part. I didn't write it down. Apologies. So It's either a cousin or a niece yeah. or something. We'll, we'll call her a cousin. 
She drops the bomb that she can't have kids. She had two rough pregnancies, both resulting in cesareans. And at that point she was really scared to have another child. So she decided to have her tubes cut, burned, tied, however you want to explain. So she cannot physically have children anymore. So later on that evening, which you alluded to, they spent the whole, it seems like the whole mm-hmm. day there. That, maybe that's a thing they do there. It's like an all day it looks thing. looks awesome. Um, She's telling Mike, and thank God they're using a translator. I know. And this conversation is flowing. It's going well. There's you know, a couple little mix-ups. It's not 100%. It's, but it's real close. They're getting the it's main good. points across. So much better than the emotional Jehoon Devin talks. Yeah, yeah. I, I Maybe did, had a software update. I, I did think, yeah, I did, I did think it was... I think Mike doesn't really know how to respond because he, he says... He seems really oh, hurt. You know, there's you know new you know, surgeries or things we can look at. I'm like, dude, no. Like, she cannot have kids. Yeah. Like, I think he means more like surrogacy or things like that. Because he says technology is Yeah, but grown. also wouldn't be. Yeah, probably has eggs. Oh, you think so? Yeah. You still have periods. Gotcha. Okay. I am the dumb one then. Again, I don't mind being corrected, so I sit here corrected. You're fine. I mean, it's not something... I don't know, but initially Mike looks... we talk about He every looks day. fucking heartbroken. Like, he's, he's like, I gotta think about this shit. This is like fucking deep. Yeah, he deep. looks very hurt. He still... He says he needs time to process it, to think about it. I think that's really understandable. This was something that they talked about and she led him on, said that they were going to have kids together, even though this whole time she knew she she couldn't have children. She's saying, you know, I was afraid to lose you, but I mean, if we're being honest, yeah, you're losing him, but you're also losing like your income source if you lose him. Yeah. Who's providing for more than just you. Like he's essentially providing for your family. Yeah. Like one, that's bad to put that on him. But then also, like, the fact that you lied up front, it kind of leads down this road of just, like, this... It's almost like cascading lies, right? Like, yeah. the fact that they went down that path, it just kept uh, it kept growing, essentially. The, the lie kept growing. Ella and Johnny. Johnny is in Janan City to spend time with Stoney. Yeah, cute kid. He's so cute. And I can definitely see how he says he's so energetic. Chaos while they're fishing. Definitely. <laughs> Every month, he gets a few days off to go visit his son and family. Today, his parents are making fried shrimp and dumplings, and it looks bomb. I think Johnny speaks better English than I do. <laughs> you mean vocabulary-wise? Oh, for sure. It's a lot better. A lot better. But anyway, yeah, the family, the family setup looks cool. Uh, he throws a lot of shade at his mom. <laughs> he does, and I like the response of, they just smiled. They know it's true. Yeah. Why did my last relationship not work? Yep, he directly asked his mom why his last relationship did not work. It seems like Johnny's ex-wife and his mom did not have a good relationship no he says that the reason that his last relationship did not work because of parent involvement i guess there was endless fights between the parents and her and what they if just his smile mom is, what if his mom is like super judgy oh i'm sure she is oh you're not cooking that right you're not cutting that right you're not oh don't do this don't do that don't do that to your baby when you're raising them. i cannot imagine he also points out that his parents don't understand each other or communicate with each other and uses him as the middleman. So he has a lot of pressure from his parents. So not only financially and the responsibility he has to his family, but also it sounds like even just something as simple as communicating, he has to do that between him. Is that what he said? Yeah. I thought he meant between him and Ella, or his parents and Ella, he would be the communication. Oh, I didn't take it that way, but that's very possible. Yeah. His mom would much rather prefer him to have a Chinese wife, but Johnny explained that due to the law of only being able to have one child and the preference of having a male child, that there's not many women to choose from, essentially, to have a relationship with. Yeah, it it almost seems like it it would be a very low chance of finding someone like that would fit his current situation. Yeah, exactly. So, which means he has to to look abroad. He just said, yeah, he just said generally that an American woman would be more, it would more fit his life. And then mom came in real hot with the guilt trip. You are the provider. You are the breadwinner in this family. What will we do when you leave? We see Ella going to Planet Fitness to meet with her trainer. And she wants to lose 10 to 20 pounds before Johnny gets there. I think, also, Oh, go ahead. I think it's a good goal. I think it's a good goal, too. I think she can do it. I think we're... Kind Especially of, with a trainer. I think the way we've heard her talk about like weight loss... Oh, I like hate that she always puts it, it as a man. She's tying it too much to, like, because of a man or my boyfriend's coming or whatever. Like, forget all that shit. Like, who cares if there's a dude? Just, like, do it for yourself. Like, do it for your own health. You like, absolutely it have. It's a journey it's, between you and yourself. You can't do it for someone. Someone can't do it for you. 
yeah, she mentions like, oh, my boyfriend's coming. I want to lose ten pounds for him for like for him to get here. Or, oh, when he comes, he's gonna help me out by mm-hmm. like cooking me healthy meals. Yeah, and I'm like, don't don't, don't rely on him for that. Learn like, how to cook the healthy meals. Yeah, like don't. don't of course, do that to us yourself. saying this is a lot easier than doing it. I want to acknowledge that, but I just think she needs to switch that mentality for true success. Right. Yeah, do it for yourself because you want to like you want to better yourself. You have to stay motivated, and yeah. you can't if you're just doing this for someone else. We hear about another man she met online, so I think she does this a lot. Meet men online. Yeah, when they met in person, he said that she was bigger than he thought. Well, she mentions we sh- we saw him in a photo. This is someone else. Oh, this is not the Indian guy as she referred to him. Oh, as. I thought that was him. No. My mistake. So I I don't know how many. Do you, you know, think that's she, not my business. Do you think she was honest by she saying, I sent him photos to like sort of show my size? Or did she send him the angles? I feel like she probably showed him because she hasn't hidden from Johnny at all. Not only the sexy time videos, but she showed him full body photos. Hmm. All right, she does use some take, filters on the we're gonna, face. We're going to take her words. Okay. I wonder if honestly it was actually a mix of size and like height because she seems kind of tall. Oh, maybe. Like, yeah. I wonder if when she met the guy, he was like, oh, oh, you're really tall. Not only are you, well, like, whatever, but like, you're also like taller than me. Like, you oh, know? maybe. Yeah. While she's at the gym, she gets a text from Johnny saying that his visa to Singapore was denied. So I actually thought this was just going to be a I'm not coming. You know, the, <laughs> weight, the weight of the family has gotten yeah. me. I have to support them. I mean, I that's what they were alluding to. That's what so I, I guess here's the follow-up question. Did it actually get denied or is he just saying it got denied? Uh, I think it probably got denied. I think so, too. And, I mean, we've already theorized from the beginning. Like, we've never seen a scene with them together, so we... I don't think they ever meet, at least on this season. Yeah, we don't, we don't think they meet at all. Maybe they'll be on the just next like, season. Just like the other person they barely showed us. That for some reason. Why are they cut. even showing this person? Well, they they should have cut it fully just cut out it from the show. We're real deep into the season already. Don't don't bring me this person that you're gonna show me for two episodes and take them out. There's no reason. We for haven't it. even seen him for like a bunch of episodes. We've never met him yet. Yeah. There's no reason. Just cut him out. On the next time on, we see Kim and Usman, aka Soldier Boy. It's finally time for the video shoot, and Boss Lady Kim, as she calls herself aka Momager Kim, is coming out in full force. Alina's meeting up with Elijah, and she confirms that she took a ride on Caleb's disco stick. Which I don't even think that's true. You don't think that's true? Oh, because no. the clout thing? So you yeah, don't... Like a... Look, I've ruined the show for you. Hopefully yeah. I don't ruin it for listeners. Hopefully we're all on the same track, and I didn't just yeah. ruin the magic. We meet this mystery man, Ben, and hear about his scammer, Mahogany. So you know they never meet. There's nothing coming from this. They're just including it because they already filmed a bunch of Ben. Jimena tells Mike yet another secret she's been keeping from him. That she lived with a Sicario. Which, if you don't know, that is an assassin. And he's the father of one of my kids. Maybe. Maybe that's who she... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's the dude in jail. I don't know. Mike is understandably concerned for all of their safety. And it sounds like a really shitty situation. Maybe that's why we see Mike run away. He's like, I'm running away from the situation. <laughs> from the Sicario. That's crazy. <laughs> why Jimena have a good life? Memphis finds out yet again that Hamza has lied to her. He said that he was 28 last year. But really, he's 26, about to be 27 this year. I honestly don't even think it's that big of a deal. I don't think it's big of a deal. I don't think she would have cared. But what I think is a big deal to her is that it's yet again another lie. I wonder if he's lied to her, like, that he has a job or something. I don't, have they I don't think so. No, yet? because they said he doesn't. Yeah. On the, on the intros. Jasmine is freaking out yet again about all of the decorations left over from Gino's ex-wife. When Gino says he actually likes the color of the walls, she blows up and asks if he's still fucking her. Zero to hundred. We see her sobbing in the hotel lobby and saying it's so painful. I highly doubt Gino admits that he's sleeping with his ex. He probably admitted at this point that he's still friends or friendly with his ex. I don't think he's actually sleeping with his ex. I wonder when it's going to happen when we find out that Gino is sending her nudes to an ex. That's so strange. That's so weird. And I can't imagine how she reacts if this is the reaction to the Also, what the fuck is that ex doing with her photos? That's what I'm saying. It's creepy from many angles. Oh. I don't know. Anything else? Any last thoughts? No. I thought Sister Wives was kind of tame this week. We didn't get any juicy details. It was tame, but I like where it's going. I like next episode's probably going to be like a 
let's just show a lot of positivity. It's Christmas, yeah. you know, family getting together, which is, is cool. But yeah, I thought they were both good episodes. I'm looking forward to what's coming. Me too. Join us on Wednesday for Married at First Sight. We tend to do live tweeting for that with our little Mavs family. But those episodes don't drop until Friday. But we'll be on Twitter for the live for the live tweeting. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you giving us a chance. If you do get the opportunity, please throw us a review, preferably a good one. <laughs> if you don't like us, please keep that to yourself. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for your time. Take care. I hope you have a good start to your week and we will talk to you later. Thank you so much. Bye.